Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. This is my podcast. I'm Justin Baroni. And uh, basically, we're going to talk about everything weed. <laughs> we're going to talk about the deliciousness that is, you know, a nice fresh bud. When you sniff it and smell it, you want to eat it because it's like candy. We're going to talk about potentially the, politi- the politics behind weed. We'll talk about everything from, you know, what strains do, how they react and for, for individual, for each person. How they react for different people, how they're supposed to react, um, and what kind of highs they give you, I guess. But the point of this thing is to essentially just sit down, have a talk, maybe listen to some ramblings about weed, and smoke some weed at the same time. Because who doesn't want to smoke some weed? It's always fun to do that. It's nice and relaxing at the end of the day, if you know what I'm saying. So today I'm smoking uh, Purple Kush out of the bong. I really like the bong. Especially when I'm at home, because it's just an easy, quick hit, get stuff done, get a little bit high. If I want to relax, I could do that too. But uh, yeah, if I'm out with friends and stuff, then it's definitely a joint party. The rare occasion that we roll a blunt and smoke one. I do like blunts though. They're just, they just take so much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so thanks for tuning in, I guess. I'm going to bit my theories on life and weed and how they all come together into the void and see what happens I guess um, lately I've been thinking about what it would be like to be one of those people that works in, I, I'm in Canada so weed's legal here we're opening up a whole bunch of shops and uh, I have one question I'm kind of curious about is that if you're going to be one of the people working behind the counter is it a prerequisite to have to have smoked weed before? Because I feel like it should be. I don't feel like you can go into a position or a situation like that and never have tried it. You have to have tried it. Because what it, you need experience when you're talking about this. I mean, essentially, if you're trying to tell people what type of weed they should be buying for what type of high that they like, how can you do that if you haven't tried it? You essentially have to become like a sommelier of weed. That should be a position. See, and that that should be what they're all called, the sommeliers of weed. Pot sommelier. That'd be awesome. I'd take that title. But then you'd have to pay more than 16 bucks an hour. Because <laughs> the knowledge should be vast uh right down to taste curation all that stuff you know you gotta know that stuff i think because if i'm going to go to a store to buy a even if i'm going to go buy a dime bag 10 bucks worth whatever the whatever the price is for the cheapest amount you know what i don't what i don't want is somebody that just goes well here's what they say should happen with this this is how it should work these are the qualities of the plant. No, man. You know what I want to know? I want to know that if you smoke an indica, you're smoking an indica. It's a body high. You're in the couch, man. That's what I'm saying. If I'm getting a sativa, I want to know for sure that sativa is going to do what I want it to do. If I'm smoking a sativa, I want to be up. I want to be moving. I'll put in a workout. You know, do whatever. But the point is I want to smoke that to be motivated. And I don't even smoke all day. I smoke, I'd say probably almost every day, 
if not every day. I did smoke every day, all day at one point, but that's way in the past. But what I'm saying now is now, as a father of three, with, you know, financial and human responsibilities, I need to know what I'm smoking. I can't have a surprise. I can't have the green out that just, boom, catches you out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's got to be, I got to know what I'm getting for sure. So if I'm going into a place and the person's never smoked it, I tell you right now that I am not buying that. There's no chance, no way. I would much rather have somebody explain to me that, hey, I've tried this and this is what it did for me. And you might get an idea of what it's going to do to you. And probably for the most part, it will do those things. But there's the occasional time when you're smoking a strain and the next thing you know, let's say it's an indica, for example. There's a couple indicas that I really like that don't put me in the couch. They don't put me to sleep right away, which is what they're supposed to do depending on like, you know, how heavy they are. But there's a few that will do the opposite where I get motivated. I get dialed right in. I can, you know, if I playing darts with some buddies and smoking and having a few beers, all of a sudden I smoke uh, blueberry something. Not blueberry kush. Anyway, I can't remember. it. But I smoked that. Everybody else fell asleep in their chairs. And I was in and up, bouncing off the freaking walls. So it's not even a guarantee that if you smoke it, you know what it's going to do to the next person that you're giving it to. Right? You can only give them an idea of what it should do. And everybody should be educated on it. But everybody should be also paying attention to what they're smoking and what strains react best for them, right? I mean, that's what I think. If you're going to smoke, you better know what you're smoking and who you're getting it from. So if you're getting it from a store, great. But make sure that the person that's selling it to you is, you know, like, knows their shit. (laughs) And they've tried it. They've used it. You know, they have some kind of you know, informed recommendation other than just what's in the, what's on the paper kind of thing. Which also leads me to the, okay, so I have this real problem with, you know, the stereotypical idea of a pothead or a stone or whatever you want to call it, where we get that Cheech and Chong kind of you know, title put on her name, like, oh, you're just that too, like, hey, man, everything's all cool, man, no, I know very few people that are actually like that, okay, I know, most of the people that I know are productive, I'm not saying that a person that talks like that can't be productive, but what I'm saying is that the idea of that stereotypical pothead is that he's lazy, hangs out on his couch all day, eating Cheetos and farting, that's not exactly what goes on over here, man. And like I said, I don't smoke all day, every day. I don't have a problem with anybody that does. But if you're going to do it, smoke the strain that makes you do or keeps you in the with the ability to do what you're going to do, what you have to do in the day, what you have to accomplish, right? So I hate it when there's some kind of pot news that comes out and instead of having somebody that's like educated and well spoken about it and maybe isn't high when they're talking <laughs> it's probably you know like it's the better way to go no i've seen too many talks and speeches and rallies and stuff where the people that are on the stage sort of sort of shouting out to the crowd are the ones that don't can't really emphasize or articulate their point properly 
It's just a bunch of, let's uh, let us smoke our weed, man. It's not hurting anybody, man. Come on, man. No, fuck that. How about this, okay? How about, take a guy like me, for example, okay? I'll smoke a joint. If it's a sativa, I'll go do a 45-minute workout, maybe an hour. Depends on if I get into it. If I get really into it and I get super competitive and dialed in, even if I'm high, I'm going all the way. I'm going as far as I can until I'm exhausted, okay? And then if I want to sit on the couch, if I want to be that, hey, man, let's just play some video games and eat Cheetos, man. If I want to be that guy, then indica. But I know the strains of indica that are going to put me in the couch. So if I'm looking for that high, that's what I go for. I go specifically to get that. And, you know, same thing with, you know, sativas. But sativas are a little bit different because sometimes it can feel like you're not high until you're done doing what you're doing. And then all of a sudden you feel like you're super duper high because it's just like a rush. But I don't know what it is. There's some that just keep me going, going, going. And then all of a sudden at the end of whatever task it is I'm completing, normally a workout. And yeah, you get the workout crash too. But the what I'm saying, what I mean, is that you, I, end up fully feeling the the high after I've done the task, and I can go into doing. Once I'm high like that, I can go into doing more, and almost as if like the high gets pushed aside until I'm done doing that thing. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it might. It makes sense to me. So. There are too many people around that smoke weed that are highly productive. You know, they're leaders of industry. You know, they're, every, they're everywhere. It's just this misconception of, I guess, the few where potheads are just lazy. That's what they'll, all, that's what they'll always be to them. Because there's people that I've met that, at, like, through work, through jobs, whatever, and they've watched me work before they found out that I smoke weed and they're like, holy crap, you smoke weed too? I'm like, yeah, but I don't do it when I have to do something. <laughs> if I have to get shit done, the weed can wait, you know, but I would definitely probably be labeled as a pothead because if it's around, I'm smoking it. I mean, why not? It's relaxing, you know, it's got properties that uh, help with inflammation and reducing it. Um, you can pick the THC content, which is, you know, equivalent to the, the alcohol content in a drink. So like, if you want a stronger drink, you buy a higher alcohol content drink. If you want a stronger, stronger bud, a stronger smoke, a stronger high, then you buy a higher THC content, bud. you buy a lower THC content, bud. if you just want a little high, or if you just can't handle it. But you should know these things. It's like if, I don't know if you ever learned to drink, but like I learned in high school how to drink, when to drink, when to stop drinking so that I could drink all night and keep going without a massive hangover or without barfing all over the place. Weed is kind of the same thing. You have to pay, well, it's very much the same thing. You have to pay attention to what the hell it is you're doing. You can't just be high all day. You'll turn your brain into mush. But that's not because it's actually doing anything like, you know, uh, it might be lack of oxygen, detrimental to your health. But what I mean is, like, I feel like when you smoke it, yeah, it makes you dumb. But that's the fun part. Booze makes you dumb, too. It just makes you dumb and loud. Whereas weed makes you kind of dumb and introspective. Which 
that's also a big reason as to why I enjoy marijuana. It's because it makes it very easy for me to be introspective and retrospective of my life and my perspective on it and, you know, how I am as a human being. It helps me be better because it helps me be more honest, more in-depth, and more understanding of the mistakes that I've made so that I can move ahead and progress and be better every day, you know. So, yeah, that whole, you know, Cheech and Chong type stigma of a pothead or of all potheads, I just don't like it. I just wish we had more... more people in the news and i guess it's happening a little bit you know where a a more um what's the word i'm looking for (laughs) that's why you smoke weed see when you're high you can't remember words and stuff (laughs) and it's fun and it's funny because you can confuse yourself um but what was what was i saying ah it's gone now yeah i but that's the whole point shut the brain off man If you can't shut your brain off, weed will help you shut your brain off, which is perfect. Because then if you need to calm down, relax, and not think because everything and all the negative crap from the day, your life, whatever, is rolling over through your head over and over and over again. I mean, weed's great at stopping that from happening. So, you know, it's a good time. The dude in my garage talking shit into a microphone. So, you know, hopefully we all get to a point. I kind of kind of also think that of some other drugs but we'll get into that a different day for now i just think that you know we could do a better job of educating ourselves the public and everybody else on on you know the real effects of weed and what it really does to you because i find that all these advertisements that are coming out as well play up like some idea that you're going to have some kind of you know visualization and see some shit you know, I've never smoked enough weed to see a leprechaun run in front of me. I don't know about you. I've never mistaken a teddy bear for a real bear. <laughs> you know, none of that's happened. I can imagine something like that happening on chemicals, but I don't know about about weed. I mean, it had to have been mixed with something. If, if they if they're seeing gummy bears move, psh, see you later. Oh, maybe that's what we should talk about next time: is edibles, because edibles are a totally different story. They're kind of like wake and bakes. Which I realized recently that if I smoke weed at 9 a.m., I'm out cold by 6 p.m. So I don't know how you guys do it, that do it all day long, every day. I mean, I feel like it's a tool, but also um, it's a tool, but it's also like a slight bit of a reward for getting through the through the day and... and um, you know, being productive. I spent a lot of time being a pothead that was not productive. It's kind of bullshit. Which is the other, which is, see, that brings me to another point. If you're a pothead that's the Chi and Chong stereotypical pothead, that's because you choose that, I think. It's not because you, like, that's all you can do. I feel like you could do way more. I feel like anybody could do way more than that. But I'm saying that, you know, that Cheech and Chong pothead chooses to be like that, man. Which is fun when you're 22 and can do whatever the fuck you want. But as you get older, you gotta be a, you know, you gotta be a sophisticated pothead. You gotta be able to work your way into groups and figure your way, you know, 
around people and do all kinds of shit to integrate yourself to make sure to, to you know, get to where you want to be and do the things you want to do. So, yeah, you got to pay attention like anything else. I guess it's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like one of those things where, well, like anything, you know, you, uh, you got to do it all in moderation. And I don't think daily's out of it. Like, I mean, honestly, people, you smoke every day, all day long. Weed has, what, 400 chemicals in it, depending on how much you actually use to grow it with. And then cigarettes have, like, 4,000. I mean, weed's still got to be better for you. Nothing's really good to be huffing into your lungs. But I'm saying, on the scale of, you know, what can I get away with? It seems like getting away with smoking a little weed every day is probably better off. You might be better off. I shouldn't say probably. You might be better off <laughs> than smoking cigarettes. But who knows? I'm sure at some point in the future we'll find out that everything we do sucks. <laughs> and we have to find a way to be happy and have fun within that suckdom. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Anyway, that's my two cents for today on weed and life. <laughs>